0: The Baltimore Ravens have hired Greg Roman's replacement at OC. His name is Todd Monken. Todd Monken will be the Ravens' new offensive coordinator. And I'm a little annoyed right now. Because it seems like there are a lot of Ravens fans who either don't know who Todd Monken is, or they think this was a mid-hire. And if you think that this was a mid-hire, you're wrong. Todd Monken was one of the hottest offensive coordinator candidates in first circles. He did a fantastic job as the offensive coordinator at the University of Georgia. He helped guide them to two back-to-back national titles. And under his play calling, Georgia has some of college football's best offenses. And let's not forget, he did this not really having a lot of NFL-caliber wide receivers. And he has Stetson Bennett, which Stetson Bennett is a good quarterback. But Todd Munkin helped mold Stetson Bennett from a walk-on QB to a Heisman finalist oh JT he's a college coach college coaches don't have a lot of success in the NFL can you please tell me who is currently the defensive coordinator of the Baltimore Ravens it's Mike McDonald where was Mike McDonald at before he became the DC of Baltimore Michigan right he did a really good job calling plays for Michigan and he did a really good job calling plays for the Ravens in his first season last year So, college coaches don't have success in the NFL? Oh, well, JT, he's just like Greg Roman. Run first, runs a lot of multiple tight end sets. You're wrong, and you're right. First of all, Todd Monken is nothing like Greg Roman. And second of all, he does run a lot of multiple tight end sets, but not as frequently as Greg Roman. And plus, you have somebody who's way more innovative when it comes to getting the most out of the passing attack, something that Greg Roman was unable to do when he was the offensive coordinator for the Ravens. You look at what Todd Monken did when he was the offensive coordinator for Oklahoma State from 2011 to 2012. He helped make Brandon Whedon a first-round pick. Not just him, but Justin Blackman also was a first-round pick under Todd Monken when he was calling plays at Oklahoma State. And Oklahoma State had one of college football's best passing attacks when he was their offensive coordinator in Stillwater. And then, some of you guys may not even know this, but he actually was the offensive coordinator for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers from 2016 to 2018 under Dirk Cutter. And when Dirk Cutter gave him the play-calling duties for the 2018 season, which he called plays in 15 out of 16 of the Buccaneers' games that year, they were third in the NFL in yards per game, 12th in points per game, and they had the NFL's best passing attack. And this was with Ryan Fitzmagic and Jameis Winston. Todd Munkin was a really good hire by the Baltimore Ravens. And to be honest with you, I'm a little jealous. Being a Pittsburgh Steelers fan, I'm a little annoyed that we decided to keep Matt Canada in And meanwhile, the Ravens decided to upgrade. And this was a major upgrade. This is like when you go from an Android to an iPhone 13. No offense to all my Android users out there, but a lot of people just fuck with iPhones. Todd Munkin is going to do some really great things with this Ravens offense. You're actually going to have a legitimate passing attack now. Something that you haven't had under greg roman and you're going to have a guy who's going to be able to come in and further elevate lamar jackson lamar jackson is already one of the best quarterbacks in the nfl so imagine how better he's going to be with an offensive coordinator that's going to be able to develop some nfl level passing concepts a lot of people when they criticize greg roman they criticize his passing concepts They either call them elementary or high school-like. Todd Munkin knows how to build an efficient passing attack. And with Lamar Jackson, I think this is going to work. Todd Munkin, he's going to cook as the OC for the Baltimore Ravens. And there are a lot of Georgia Bulldogs fans right now who are really sad about losing Todd Munkin. And the new offensive coordinator allegedly who's going to be replacing him They're not all that thrilled about it. So if you Ravens fans aren't satisfied with the hiring of Todd Munkin, I'm pretty sure Georgia Bulldogs fans will welcome Todd Munkin back to Athens with open arms. This was a really good hire by the Baltimore Ravens. You have to give them a huge round of applause for this hire. And credit to the Baltimore Ravens, because they did a lot of due diligence when it came to their offensive coordinator vacancy before they settled on Todd Munkin they talked and they interviewed with a lot of guys a lot of candidates a lot of big name candidates they were talking to the quarterbacks coach of the LA Rams there were some flirtations with Eric Bieniemy. so there were some big names who the Ravens were interviewing and talking to for this offensive coordinator vacancy So they did a lot of due diligence and a lot of research into finding the right offensive coordinator for the job. Now you have an offensive coordinator who not only is going to be able to get the most out of the passing game, but the rain game is going to be there. He's balanced. And Todd Munkin has an incredible track record. Anytime you're able to hire a coach who has never been fired, that's a testament to you having the guy who knows what it takes to build a successful offense. Every time Todd Munkin got a new job, it was just like that. When Dirk Cutter got fired, he got picked up by the Cleveland Browns. And even though he was their OC, he never called plays for the Cleveland Browns in 2019. So before you use that against Todd Munkin, Todd Munkin, he was listed as the OC for the Browns in 2019, but Freddie Kitchens was the one calling the plays. And maybe... Freddie Kitchens would have had a better season if he would have handed off play-calling duties to Todd Munkin, just like Dirk Cutter did after the 2017 season. This is somebody who has over three decades' worth of coaching experience, so you're not getting somebody who's new to this, somebody who's gonna be learning on the job. You're gonna have somebody who is an expertise and getting the most out of the quarterback position. Yeah, Ryan magic at one point during 2018, playing at an MVP level. And I'm not saying he had Ryan Fitzpatrick balling for the whole entire season, but early during that 2018 year, there were some talks about Ryan Fitzpatrick maybe being a dark horse MVP candidate before he ended up fizzling out and they put Jameis Winston back in. I like this hire by the Baltimore Ravens. And if you don't think this is a good hire, then I personally... Don't know what the hell to tell you. Who else would have been a better fit for this offensive coordinator vacancy than Todd Monken? Because, I mean, this guy was number one on a lot of people's wish list when it came to offensive coordinator hires. And the fact that Baltimore was able to land him is huge. And he could be the difference between the Ravens being a early playoff exit and them making a deep playoff run. It's a passing league, and if you want to be able to make it to the Super Bowl, you have to be able to throw the football. The Ravens, we know how well they can run the football. The run game is still going to be there, but they have to get more efficiency from the passing game. And I hate the fact that people were trying to blame Lamar for the reason for why the Ravens were unable to Intrigue receivers, or at least big name receivers, for wanting to play with them. It wasn't Lamar, it was Greg Freaking Roman. Nobody wants to play in a system where all they do is run the ball and they run elementary passing concepts. Todd Monkin getting hired by the Baltimore Ravens was a home run hit for this organization. This organization just continues to dominate in the draft, they dominate when it comes to coaching hires. The Ravens are gonna get back to the Super Bowl sooner rather than later. And this is coming from a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. I'm a really big fan of this hire. Like Dirk Cutter, I didn't understand why it took him so long to give up play-calling duties to Todd Munkin. But if he would've did it a year earlier, maybe the Buccaneers would've won more games. Todd Munkin is a really good offensive-minded coach. This is somebody who knows how to build balanced offenses. He doesn't just overly rely on one thing. He gets the run game going, the passing game going, and you can expect a lot of explosive plays in both of those departments. The Ravens, their passing attack wasn't all that explosive in my opinion. You bring in Todd Munkin, you're probably going to be better at generating those big passing plays downfield On top of that, you're probably going to get those big explosive runs as well. And it makes your offense even more harder to stop because you got to account for the running ability of Lamar Jackson. Now, you actually have a coach who's going to be able to help elevate him into becoming a top-level passer? This was a good hire. And for any of you guys who feel like this was mid or a bad hire by the Ravens, I just think you're incredibly wrong And you may be a little bit misinformed. Like there was somebody who said, man, this this hire sucks and I'm a Bulldogs fan. Bro, are are you watching the freaking games? What about Georgia's offense was bad? There are many Georgia fans who were saying how much of a loss this was. And yet you got some people out here trying to make it seem like Todd Munkin was just this overrated offensive coordinator at Georgia. Like, he was just coaching stacked teams after stacked teams. I can understand if he was coaching a five-star quarterback like a Trevor Lawrence or a Justin Fields. He was coaching Stetson freaking Bennett. This dude was a walk-on. He had to transfer to junior college and come back to Georgia. And Todd Munkin pretty much turned glitter to gold with Stetson Bennett. Literally. So I'm a little bit annoyed that some of you Ravens fans out there don't see how good of a hire this is. I'm trying to tell you, Todd Munkin is going to work. Your offense is going to improve everything that you wanted from your passing attack, you're going to get. Now you're actually going to be able to entice receivers to want to play for you now because you're not going to be having Greg Roman there. And Greg Roman wasn't bad. Let's get that clear. Greg Roman was a really good offensive coordinator, and he probably should be finding employment soon. But the thing with Greg Roman was that he was unable to elevate the passing game. And in the year 2023, you have to be able to throw the football. No matter how good you are running the football, it's a passing league. Two minutes left on the clock, You're most likely not going to be running a two-minute offense just running the football the whole entire drive. You're going to be running a two-minute offense by throwing the football most likely. Todd Munkin has a track record that's really respectable, really good everywhere he's been. He's had success. He's never been fired. You can't name one place that has ever fired Todd Munkin. The only reason Todd Munkin has had to find new employment has been because the guys he was working under got fired and it didn't take him too long to find new jobs so that tells you everything you need to know about how good of a coach this man really is this man never stays unemployed for too long when the Buccaneers fired Dirk Cutter and Bruce Arians decided to not retain them he got picked up just like that by the Cleveland Browns when Freddie Kitchens got fired he got picked up really fast by the Georgia Bulldogs and the reason why allegedly he didn't want to remain the oc for georgia was because he didn't like to recruit and i can understand that recruiting in college football is like a 365 day thing 24 7 thing so it can become tedious at times and really annoying going to the nfl you don't have to worry about that all you got to worry about that all you have to worry about in the nfl is strategizing game planning and calling the plays and that's it this is a really good hire by the baltimore ravens huge round of applause to john harbaugh and the ravens organization for hiring todd munkin you guys let me know how you guys feel about todd munkin being hired as the new offensive coordinator for the baltimore ravens down in the comment section down below if you enjoyed this video leave a like subscribe to the channel we upload nfl and college football content daily Check out the JT Sports Podcast, available on all podcasting platforms. Wherever you get your podcast from, you can find the JT Sports Podcast, Apple, Google, Amazon, Spotify, every single video and full episode of the podcast that's uploaded on the YouTube channel is available on audio format on all podcasting platforms. Shane Steichen is going from the city of brotherly love to Indianapolis to become the coach, new head coach. This is going to be a really interesting hire. You bring him to the AFC South along with newly hired Texans head coach D'Amico Ryans, Frank Wright with the Jags, and you got Mike Vrabel down there in Tennessee. Will Shane Steichen be able to succeed in Indy? It really depends on who they take at quarterback. They currently have the fourth overall pick in the upcoming draft. They could either draft C.J. Stroud if he's there, AR-15, or Will Levis, or maybe they trade up to get the number one overall pick from the Bears and they take Bryce Young. Shane Steichen, he has been really successful as the OC for the Philadelphia Eagles for the past two seasons. He also, don't know how many of you guys remember this, but he was the offensive coordinator for the LA Chargers, Justin Herbert's rookie season. And we know how great Justin Herbert was in his first season starting. He pretty much had the best rookie season ever from a first year quarterback. Shane Steichen, I really want to see him with Anthony Richardson. I think him and Anthony Richardson would be a really good pairing. You look at how well of a job he did calling plays for Jalen Hurts in Philadelphia. AR-15 is a player who has a similar skill set, but he's a little bit more athletically gifted than Jalen Hurts. Strong arm, really mobile. As a matter of fact, not just really mobile, but incredibly athletic. And the thing with Anthony Richardson is that he's a little raw. You have to improve his footwork, his accuracy. You also got to help him get better at reading coverages. But he has a lot of upside. And I trust him with a guy like Shane Steichen. And listening to a couple of reports, it seems like Chris Ballard, the coach GM, and Jim Ursay, they were looking for a head coach that not only was offensive minded, but also somebody who was fiery, somebody who was going to be able to galvanize the locker room, get those guys riled up before games. And Shane Steichen is definitely that guy. You bring him to the Indianapolis Colts and you look at the current state of their roster right now, I don't think it's terrible. The offensive line underperformed last year. I still think it's a unit that still has the capability of being really good. You do have Jonathan Taylor coming off an underwhelming season. He also dealt with injuries. Wide receiver is much to be desired there. Outside of Michael Pittman, you probably could bring in a couple of more guys. I like Alex Pierce, the defense. You got Darius Leonard. You have a few guys, but overall, I think the defense may need a a little bit of a retool. Overall, can Indianapolis make a home run hit with whoever they draft at quarterback? And then, is Jim Irsay going to let Shane Steichen cook? Jim Irsay has a reputation of being a meddler. He puts his hand in a cookie jar and sometimes he ends up not allowing his coaches to do their job. Frank Wright and him, they kind of had a little bit of a clash when it came to that. So I'm wondering, is Jim mercy going to allow Shane Steichen to build the team the way he wants to build the team and draft the quarterback that he wants to draft? Or is it or is Jim Ursay going to try to force his hand? Now I'm pretty sure a lot of you Colts fans are really happy that you didn't hire Jeff Saturday. You actually made the petition that was going around against the hire of Jeff Saturday. He was brought in for I believe another interview or they were trying to bring him in for another interview. So you bring in Shane Steichen. I'm pretty sure a lot of you guys are really happy. One thing for sure is that you're going to be fantastic when it comes to getting that quarterback sneak on third and one and fourth and one because one thing my Shane Steichen, boy he's going to dial up that QB sneak I forgot how many times he caught that thing in the Super Bowl. At least five, six times if I—if my memory serves me correctly. But Shane Steichen is the new head coach of the Indianapolis Colts. Let me know how you guys feel about this move, this hire, down in the comment section down below. Currently on my way to class. I'm a little late because I'm recording this, but who cares, man? Football over everything. Like the video. Subscribe to the channel for more NFL videos. A content when the arizona cardinals gave cliff kingsbury the pink slip michael bidwell said that they were going to search long and wide for their next head coach they're going to take their time they weren't going to rush anything because they wanted to make sure that they got this right they brought back Bengals defensive coordinator luanna rumo and new york giants offensive coordinator mike kafka for second interviews and at that time it looked like one of those two guys want to end up with this coaching job And then Arizona said, we're going to announce our new head coach after the Super Bowl. And then out of nowhere this past weekend, reports started to circulate that the leading candidate for Arizona's head coaching vacancy wasn't Luana Rumo or Mike Kafka, the two guys they brought back for second interviews, but Philadelphia Eagles defensive coordinator, Jonathan Gannon. And after his defense got carved up in the Super Bowl by Big Red... Eric bien and Patrick Mahomes. The Cardinals brought him in for his first interview, and then they hired him. Now, the reason why they had a difficult time getting him in before the big game was the fact that he was prepping for it, plus they were hosting the Super Bowl, so they didn't want to take too much attention off it, which is why they made the decision to announce their new head coach after the big game was over. I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm really skeptical about this hire. And it's not solely based on how Jonathan Gannon's defense performed in the Super Bowl, but it's because I feel like Luana Rumo, Cincinnati's defensive coordinator, was a better fit for this job. Jonathan Gannon has coached some really good defenses during his time in Philadelphia. But Luana Rumo is one of the best defensive minds in the game right now. And Travis Kelsey gave him a lot of praise on a recent episode of his podcast that he does with his brother, Jason Kelsey. And Lou Rumo always plays some of the best quarterbacks in the offenses really tough. Kansas City has their most problems against Luana Rumo's defense. And you also saw what Lou Rumo's defense did in the divisional round when they shut down the Buffalo Bills offense and Josh Allen. When you look at Jonathan Gannon, The fact that his defense struggled in the Super Bowl really concerned me. If Luana Rumo was the defensive coordinator for the Philadelphia Eagles, I think they might have just won the Super Bowl because he has a lot of success against some of the best offenses and the best quarterbacks in the NFL. And although his defenses aren't as good as Jonathan Gannon's defenses statistically, Luana Rumo is one of the best big game DCs in the league right now. And for Jonathan Gannon, he's heading to the NFC West in a division that has two of the best offensive minds in the game right now, Kyle Shanahan and Sean McVay. Now, Arizona gave him a five-year deal, which is a good thing because it says, hey, we know that this is probably going to take a year or two to get off the ground. And when you compare Arizona to the rest of the NFC West, they have a lot of work to do. The Seattle Seahawks, they dominated last year's draft and plus they have a lot of draft picks coming up in this year's draft so they're probably going to be a force to be reckoned with for the foreseeable future with all of the great young talent that they have you have the la rams they have sean McVay coming back you still have your core guys still there matthew stafford jalen ramsey aaron donald cooper cup But you do have a lot of holes outside of those guys that you have to figure out. But we expect the Rams to at least be a playoff team. And then you have the San Francisco 49ers who pretty much are a perennial Super Bowl contender. So for the Arizona Cardinals and Jonathan Gannon, this is going to be a complete roster overhaul almost. You have a couple of pieces to work with. You do have Kyler Murray at quarterback, which I do believe he's going to come back from that ACL injury fine. I don't think he's going to end up regressing. I do believe in him still. I do believe that he is one of the best quarterbacks in the league. You have a pretty solid group of wide receivers, but you do have to revamp the offensive line and the defensive line. You have some question marks at cornerback outside of Marco Wilson, who I felt had a pretty good season. You got Buda Baker, Isaiah Simmons, Xavier Collins. So you have a couple of pieces to work with. But overall, this is going to be a one- or a two-year rebuild in Arizona. And when you look at how the league has gravitated towards offensive-minded coaches, Jonathan Gannon really has to make a home run higher at offensive coordinator. Now, the early reports coming out is that the current quarterback's coach of the Cleveland Brown is the rumored favorite to be Jonathan Gannon's offensive coordinator and Glendale. But even then, how, much, how is the rest of his staff going to look? When you're a defensive-minded coach, you have to make sure that you get offensive coordinator right. Especially when you have a quarterback like Kyler Murray, you can't just put him into any offense. You have to build a special offense around his skill set. Not only that, but the fact that Jonathan Gannon got carved up in the Super Bowl by Andy Reid and Eric Bieniemy's play calling. Debo Samuel said that there were a lot of things that the 49ers saw that they were ready to take advantage of, but they weren't able to due to the injuries that they sustained at quarterback during the conference championship game. So I'm really on edge about this hire. Now, I'm not saying it's a bad hire, and I'm not saying that it's not going to work. But if you were to ask me to rank all of the five head coaching hires in order from the ones that I have the most confidence in to the least confidence in, this one would rank did last. I don't have a lot of confidence that this is going to work. I'm not saying that it's not going to work, because it very well could. Jonathan Gannon, he's a young guy, very energetic. The players gravitate towards him. And Nick Sirianni had a lot of positive things to say about him, so I do believe that there is a chance that this can work, and I am going to give him a chance. It would be a little bit dumb for me just to say that this isn't going to work without seeing the staff that he puts together and at least giving him a chance to see how he does on the field. But I'm really just skeptical about this. I feel like Lou Anarumo would have been the better hire. I think he has a better resume a better track record. And when you're in the division with Kyle Shanahan and Sean McVay, and you're a defensive-minded coach, you're gonna have your work cut out for you. But at the same time, though, it could be a good thing that Arizona decided to switch things up and go away from what the majority of teams are doing getting offensive-minded coaches. Because if you're in the division with two elite offensive minds, and you have an elite defensive-minded coach, who could find a way to neutralize those offenses then that could end up being a plus but let me know how you guys feel about the arizona cardinals hiring jonathan gannon as their new head coach how do you guys feel about it are you skeptical about it do you think that is going to work let me know down in the comment section down below make sure that you like the video subscribe to the channel if you're new, make sure that you check out the JT Sports Podcast. Every single video that's uploaded on the channel is available in audio format on all podcasting platforms. Wherever you get your podcasts from, Apple, Google, Amazon, Spotify, you can find the JT Sports Podcast. Appreciate you guys for listening to this episode, tuning into this video. Make sure that you share with your friends, family, and acquaintances. And I will see you guys shortly with another video.